0: And today, we're going to talk about what I'd do tomorrow if I were broken up with today. As some of you guys know, I do have a girlfriend, and I found her after years and years of searching, tens of thousands of openings, lots and lots and lots of beautiful women, but she was by far the best one I've ever found, the best one for me, because we relate to each other like no other. Sometimes I think we're literally the same person living different lives because we are so... Perfect of a fit together. But let's say, for example, Marissa is her name. She blew me out today. I spend two weeks on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position, crying like a schoolgirl. And then I pull myself up on my bootstraps and I say, All right, man, time to get back out into the field. Time to meet another girl. And the only way to do that is to meet lots and lots and lots of girls. As I always say to you guys, from quantity comes quality. So what I'm going to talk about today is exactly what I do. And I want to do this from two different perspectives. Now, the first perspective is me as I am now. Fortunately, I have a lot of things already set up where getting girls would be pretty damn easy because I have a lot of hot girl friends in my life already. So I already have that pre-selection. I'm already plugged into to all the important bars and nightclubs, at least as far as they'll be open when COVID is over and we get a vaccine But I also want to give you the perspective of what I'd do if I were in your shoes. So I want to do a whole kind of zero to hero plan that you can basically mimic if this happened to you. So let's say I get blown out. What would I do step one, step two, all the way to step 10 and then have a number of women in my life, have lots of great sexual experiences just like I had before I met Marissa And then once I do meet another type of girl who makes the cut, who's up to my standards, who I really feel I want to spend years with, then I'd settle down with her. So we're going to go all through that today. And before we do, I want to let you guys know that I have a few spots still open in December for coaching. I was looking at my Calendly VIP scheduler, and I think I have three spots left. So if you want to jump in on one of those, I suggest you do so now rather than later. And once again, as I've said to many of you, it is a tax write-off because this is self-development. This is working on yourself. It's coaching and coaching is always tax deductible. That's why I spent a shit ton of money into coaching myself. As some of you know, I actually just dropped $20,000 into a business coach. So there's going to be some changes coming into the new year in this business. Want to give you guys even better content up my game as I'm always trying to do and as you should be trying to do as well. So stay tuned for that. Keep watching me, brother. I intend to make this podcast, this brand and my coaching business explode and I want to help as many men as possible. In fact, my goal is to reach 1 million men and then once I achieve that, I'm going to go for 2 million, 3 million and beyond because I think the message that you and I talk about in this podcast is so important that every man needs to hear it. So if you're interested in that, check me out at MarkSingCoaching.com. You can also click the link in the description below. That'll tell you everything about it. What I do is use NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, to go into your brain and reprogram the programs that were given to you before you could defend yourself by people who didn't know what they were doing. They were giving you their own toxic, bullshit, self-limiting beliefs, and you took it on before you could defend yourself and now you keep getting the same results over and over again. Many guys explain it as having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. Also, I teach the tactical aspects, as I'm going to do today, how to attract women, how to get many women in your life, and how to get them absolutely in love with you so that they stay with you. And unlike what's going to happen in this example, you don't get blown out because you can actually keep the girl into you just like I do with Marissa. So. Without further ado, guys, let's jump into the content. All right, so the first thing I would do after my cannonball on the corner of the bed session is I would take a good, strong look in the mirror and give a realistic assessment of whether or not my style is up to snuff. So what you have to do when trying to attract women is you want to dress like the guys who are attracting the women that you're trying to get. So what kind of haircut do they have? What kind of style do they have? If I looked in the mirror and I had glasses, a disgusting looking mustache, my hair was all blown out, I had nose hairs coming out, I was flossing unibrow, and my style could only be described as something that came from Walmart aisle number two, then it's time to rethink my battleship. So the first thing I would do, and once again, this isn't my current state, this is like all blown out trying to go from zero to hero, and this is what I suggest some of you guys do, is I would probably hire a fashion consultant or a fashion coach to help me get my clothes in order. Women place so much importance on clothes that while they don't mean everything, and frankly, I only think they mean a little bit, the purpose of them is to get your foot in the door and to show women that you are socially intelligent. If you're dressing, once again, from aisle two of Walmart, wearing stonewashed jeans, Reebok tennis shoes, a brown belt with some dress shirt tucked into it, Your hair looks like what they used to call in Japan, barcode, which means barcode, which is like a bald head where you try to comb it over, also known in the United States as a comb over. In Japan, they called it a barcode because it looks like a barcode going over your bald head. This is where you may need to rethink it. I see people every day and I just look at them and I'm like, bro, if you could just tighten up your battleship, just fix your hair, get a little bit of a better style, even just wear clothes that fit you correctly, it makes a world of difference in the eyes of women. So right now I'm rocking a shaved head, and frankly, that's been working pretty well for me. Not only is it really convenient, but I've also noticed that a lot of girls check me out because it looks tough. Different podcast episode that I filmed a few months ago, but actually when it comes to looks, looking masculine, looking tough, looking like an unapologetic man is actually more important than looking quote-unquote pretty. So when we take fashion into consideration – I personally think a slightly edgier look is more conducive to attracting women, but again, it totally depends on the kind of girls you want to attract. If you want to attract some goody two-shoes, super Christian chick, then showing up dressed like a biker probably isn't the best thing for you, although that may work too. But you want to dress, once again, like the guys who are attracting the women you want to get. Okay, So step one, dial in your haircut. And when you go get a new haircut, what I strongly suggest is hiring somebody who's worth it. Don't go to Fantastic Sam's or Sports Clips. Go to somebody who works in an actual salon. You know, you're going to pay a premium price for it. But what you say is, I want something that fits my face. I want something either a little edgier, better looking, something that fits my face. And take their advice and go with it. You may want to dye your hair. Hell, maybe, I don't know, hair implants is something for you. But trying to maximize your looks physically is important because again, it gets your foot in the door. Now, if I look like a sea bass and I had no style whatsoever, dressing from Walmart, as in the previous example, could I still get girls? Yes, but it's stacking the chips against you. Wouldn't you want to stack the chips in your favor? Wouldn't you want to give yourself the best chance of success? Obviously you would. So the first step is to dial in your appearance. Okay, so that's step number one and two. Step number three is I would go on all the dating sites I possibly could. I talk to so many clients and I ask them, how many dating sites are you on? And you guys are usually on two or three. Okay, I get it. It's a lot of work. But if you want to get good at anything, if you want to get results, there's an inevitable truth to how life works. You have to do an immersion stage. There is no just kind of half-assing it. I'll meet a couple girls. I mean, sure, if you want to meet a couple girls... And if you want to settle down with the fatty, fine, half-ass it. But if you want to get really good results in this, you need a 10 out of 10 commitment. You need to immerse yourself in it. Probably five to 10 hours a week is what you need to invest. So what I would do if I was in your shoes, and once again, if I got blown out, I would get on all the dating apps. I would literally make an intention, bro, over the next three months, I'm going to go hard in the paint. I'm going to set up my funnel so that like an airplane, it takes a lot of work to get it off the ground. But once it's flying, it takes little work to maintain it. Well, initially, setting up six, seven, eight, up to 10 different dating profiles on all kinds of different websites is a Hasselhoff. You know it, I know it, even you know it, but it's worth the investment. Okay, so before I set up all my profiles, what I'd do is get some professional pictures taken. I would hire a professional photographer. I would also probably call up some of my hot girlfriends To come out with me and take pictures of us doing cool shit. Why? The concept of pre-selection. If you don't know what that is, listen to my podcast that I did several months ago about pre-selection. Just type Mark Singh pre-selection in the search bar and it'll pop up. But a quick review is this. When you have hot girls in your life, other hot girls will feel like you're in their little special club. Okay, this guy's a member. He knows how to deal with us. He knows what we want. He's obviously socially intelligent. He obviously dresses well, going back to step one and two. So I can trust him. Let's go ahead and talk to him. Okay, so in my social profiles and as well as my dating profiles, I would take pictures with hot girls, not looking like I'm hooking up with them, but the opposite, looking like they're just my friends who want to hook up with me. That deems an entire different podcast as well, but essentially you want to get pictures where it seems like these girls are into you, but you're kind of just friends with them and you friend zone them. That's the absolute best thing you can do. Okay, so step number three is to go get pictures taken of myself where I look good, I'm wearing the new clothes, I have the new haircut, and for those of us who are ripped and I happen to be ripped, I would get shirtless pictures taken of me. Now, not looking like I'm doing a selfie in the mirror, preferably looking like it was a physique competition, Maybe I'm out on the beach playing Frisbee, something where it looks off the cuff and I'm not trying. But dude, I put a lot of work into my body, so I want to show that to girls. And yes, it does make a difference if you do it in the right way. I would also beta test. So I would put some pictures where the very first picture is me shirtless. And it could even be me posing or holding some weights, lifting weights, whatever. See what kind of results I get with that. The other picture would be me smiling. A good picture to have for those of you who don't know is you with your pet. So in addition to setting up my online profiles, I would write all the funny captions that I'm known for. If you haven't listened to my online dating God series, I would strongly suggest listening to that. I basically follow the entire protocol that I put in that series. One thing I mentioned in that series that I want to repeat here is the Instagram video idea. So me and some of my clients really go hard on this and it works really well where you basically film a special message to a girl via video and you send it to her direct message on Instagram. She doesn't even have to be following you for you to send it to her. Now, as you know, that goes into her request bucket. But while other guys are sending messages, hey, what's up? Hey, you're hot. Hey, we should hang out sometime. What you're doing is you're filming her a video specific to her. And this is quickly how I did it when I was on Instagram. I said, hey, what's up, Jessica? My name's Mark. Just wanted to film you this quick video to differentiate myself from the rest of the idiots who are just texting you because God knows you'll never reply to them. Anyway, this is my house as I do a panoramic around my house. As you can see, I haven't burned it down yet. So I'm pretty damn responsible. Over here is the kitchen. As you can see, I'm a world-class chef. While I show her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I have on the table that I'm making. And then I say, I make these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for special occasions. If you and I hit it off, maybe one day you'll get to experience my culinary half genius. Anyway, this is my bird, Jack. If you ever met him in person, he's so cute that rainbows would literally shoot out of your ass. And the first few times it happens, it is painful. So I'm warning you to prepare yourself for that. Anyway, if I spark your interest, hit me up. As you can see, I spent 80 hours making this specifically for you, Jessica. So if you're interested, hit me back. We might just get along. All right, take care. Okay. So I'd send videos out to all the hottest chicks on Instagram who are in my area. What I found through my experience is that has about an 80% reply rate. And usually I'd be able to get dates with the girls. Also, I'd be day gaming. And this is like step four or five, something like that. So I would actively be day gaming in an area where it's a target rich environment. Okay. If you live out in the boonies, if you don't have a lot of girls around you, or as one client told me the other day, it's almost like he lives in an old folks facility. Well, then you need to either move, drive out to where it's a target rich environment and go open, open, open. So I'd probably go out three to four times a week and just open girls day gaming. And if COVID is over, assuming COVID is over, I would be going to the bars and the nightclubs with all my hottest girlfriends. I would run exactly what I did a few years ago when I was single, which was just killing it in the nightclubs via pre-selection, running my game. Okay. So I have basically fixing my style, getting good pictures taken, setting up my online profiles, getting on Instagram. Oh, in addition to Instagram, what I do is I take lots of pictures with hot girls. Now, If I was in the situation where I didn't have hot girlfriends, I may do several things. One of which is asking hot girls at the nightclub to take pictures with me. I used to do this all the time when I was first setting up my Instagram before I had a good following here in Colorado. I'd go up to a hot girl and I'd be like, listen, um, I'm not hitting on you, but you are obviously very cute. Now, I'm talking to a girl on Instagram who's also, just like you, very pretty, and do you know what the best way is to get a girl interested in you on Instagram. And she'll say, what? And I'd be like, jealousy, jealousy. So here's what I want to ask you to do. I want to ask you to take a picture with me, just like pretend maybe you're more into it than I am. And let's get this girl jealous. What do you say? Nine out of 10 times, they'd be down with it. And I got pictures of girls like jumping on me, trying to kiss my face, really getting into it. When I'd come up to them and tell them this thing in this way about pre-selection, about jealousy, they would jump all over me and want to participate. Another thing you can do if you're in a really hard spot and you're not confident enough to do that, there's a website called seeking.com. S-E-E-K-I-N-G.com. What it basically is, is an escort service where girls who are really hot are willing to, let's say, sell their time to guys who aren't very good with women either via prostitution, although that's illegal, so I don't know if they do that or not, or you can simply hire them to come hang out with you. Now, again, I have to say, if you want to get girls, sometimes you have to do some gnarly shit in order to get them. If you do a half-assed, ho-hum approach, you are gonna get half-assed results. So ask yourself, what is this worth? How much investment am I willing to make into this in time, energy, and commitment, and even money to get that airplane flying so that it floats on its own? Well, if I was a hard case and I had no way to get hot girls onto my Instagram yet, I had this idea given to me by uncle Mark Singh, I'd probably spend a couple hundred bucks to go on a night on the town with a couple chicks, tell them to bring some different outfits. Maybe we do a whole day thing. Okay. We, we go ride bikes, then we go on a hike and then we go out at night and then boom, you have what looks like, you know, several different weeks of hanging out with your best friends, Kelly and Jessica. And it shows pre-selection. And then when you blast girls on Instagram with this video idea, boom, you have hot chicks with you. Pre-selection is there. You're showing charisma by your video taking abilities, and then you'll get your foot in the door. Another thing I did, and which I suggest to people who are good at speaking like I am, is to call the girl when you get her number. Okay. As you may have learned in my previous podcast, I suggest texting or calling the girl the next day at 6 p.m after you get her number what i would probably do at this point because i've gotten a lot better at speaking via the podcast as well as my coaching clients which i do on the phone because i'm so good at speaking on the phone i will call okay first call usually they're going to ignore it second call they might pick up half the time they'll pick up if they do i'll be like hey what's up it's mark from tinder she'll be like oh my god i can't believe you're calling me yeah you know, every other sea donkey freaking writes you a text. So I figured I'd differentiate myself is now a good time. She'd be like, yeah, I could talk for a few minutes. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. Run some game, run some gambits, do all the stuff that I teach in this podcast, set up the date right there on the phone. Boom. It has a much higher chance of sticking as compared to texting. Now, if she doesn't pick up, then I send her a text that says, wow, we haven't even had our first fight and already you're ignoring my phone calls this is off to a bad start. She texts back, what? Well, who is this? Oh, it's Mark from Tinder. Figured I'd call you. Oh my God. I can't believe you did that. I didn't recognize the number, blah, blah, blah. And you take it from there works really well. All right. So now we have the top of my pipeline filling up with lots of different girls. I'm on about eight different online dating websites. I'm using Instagram, even Facebook. And for some of you guys, Snapchat to my advantage. I'm day gaming consistently, not only driving out to different locations where I know it's a target rich environment, but also I'm talking to everybody all the time at the supermarket, the dry cleaners, the coffee shop, my gym, jujitsu, wherever I see people, I'm talking to them. I'm getting back into that social state. And by the way, as a coach, I still do this. I still open at least 20 girls a week, which is the homework that I give to my clients. And then we regroup and we talk about our experiences. So I'm still flirting with chicks. I'm still gaming them. I'm still keeping up my chops because it's my job to you as your coach. So as I'm doing that, I'm filling up the top of my pipeline. Then I think it's like step six or step seven. I would deploy my first date. As I talked about in my first date podcast, you want to have a pre-planned date where you do several different things, preferably ending at your place. Okay. So I would deploy that. I'll go research. Where can I take these chicks? What's the most affordable, coolest place I can take them without looking try hard? Can I bounce to a couple other locations and how am I going to get them back to my place? Okay, next thing I do is make sure that my battleship is strong tight. I want to be bouncing quarters off the bed. I want to be launching a fusillade of champion hood off the bow. I want to be running a very tight battleship that is conducive to attracting women. So that means cleaning up your place, maybe dialing in what your place looks like, getting everything ready to go. Okay, next thing i do is I'd probably try to find some wingmen. Wingmen are excellent, not necessary, but excellent. So some of the things you can do is there are online communities. Also, when someone were to join my coaching program, many times there's guys who live in the same city and they become friends. And that leads me to my next point. If I was a brand new newbie, Or even if I just had a little bit of experience, you know, getting sixes and sevens, basically the girls who chose me, what I would do without a shadow of a doubt is I would hire a dating coach. Now, I'm not trying to close you on my coaching, but dude, it is such a worthwhile investment for those of you guys who are serious about getting girls into your life. Because not only do I help you do all the things I just explained, but I show you and hold you accountable step by step. And my three-month coaching program, which is offered to some clients after our first phone call together if they're a good fit and they need more help than what the first phone call could provide, I take them through the entire three months and part of it is getting girls into their life now. My team and I have many different ways that we help guys fill the top of their funnel so that there's girls getting into their lives now. So honestly, if I was blown out by Marissa today, tomorrow I'd sign up for my own coaching program, right? Because I know exactly what it does and how it gets women into guys' lives now. So in addition to hiring a good person to help you with your hair, you might even consider hiring a fashion consultant. I would definitely hire a dating coach, whether it's me or somebody like Trip Kramer, Mike Macapinlack, Kevin Ayo. Bro, it doesn't matter to me. I just want you to understand that when you want to get something done in your life, The very smartest thing you can do is hire somebody who's already climbed that hill and can show you the shortcuts. It's just a smart way to do it. And people who are hoarding their money saying, Oh, I can't afford that. The interesting thing about money is it's a circular energy. When you put money out, it comes back around and comes back to you. So I understand some of you guys aren't financially able. Look, I don't want you to go in debt for this. But if you have some extra cash, whether it's into me, an NLP coach like David Snyder is really good, if you guys wanna look him up. Just put your money into coaching because what I've found is that every time I want to master something, I hire somebody who's already been there. So right now I have a financial coach who is a millionaire. I have a business coach who has made a business just like this one extremely successful. I have an NLP coach because I too am an NLP coach and I want somebody better than me who's going to keep me at the tippity top of my trade. So I'm always investing in coaching. As I've talked about, it is a tax write-off. And if I were dumped, even though I don't necessarily need a dating coach, I would probably get coaches on the periphery issues that I'm dealing with, right? So maybe my style needs an update. Maybe I want to get even more ripped and I'd hire a personal trainer. Maybe I'd want to improve my speaking abilities and I'd go join Toastmasters. Or maybe I'd want to get even better at closing girls on the phone and I'd take a sales course. There's always something to do to improve yourself and for me personally, I'm going to give you the secret how I went from an agoraphobic, panic attack ridden, depressed, suicidal loser who couldn't even look at a girl, let alone go talk to one, to a guy who's living his dream life, being a coach to champions like you literally a girl magnet. I feel like I could get any fucking girl I want making the money I want. I have the family I want. I have the girlfriend I want. I have the kid I want. I have the life I want. How did I do that? By investing in myself. I cannot stress it enough. And again, I don't give a shit if you hire me. Honestly, I have enough clients right now. So I'm not trying to push you into hiring me, but hire somebody, whoever you resonate with. You feel like I could sit around the campfire with this dude and we could be bros. Whether that's me or somebody else, it's all good. But what I do is invest in myself, immerse myself in the situation, fill the top of my pipeline with as many girls as possible. And then from that, pick my queen. So that leads me to the final step. Hopefully it's 10. I think it is, is I would date girl after girl after girl and eventually find another queen to settle down with. Because I found, and I know a lot of you guys understand this intrinsically, that having lots of girls is fun. Okay, having sex with tons of different girls, really hot ones, having the ability to get them attracted to you is amazing. It's really fun seeing that change when a girl goes from not attracted to attracted. It's like a freaking hit of heroin, man. I've never done heroin or cocaine or anything for that matter, but it seems like it's about on that level. But the most satisfying thing is having somebody who you really love, who you really care about, who you're proud of. Who you want to come home to who you look at and you admire her and you're happy that she's the mother of your children that is more satisfying than being a player every day of the week and twice on sunday so what i would do is i'd have lots of fun dating all these girls having lots of great sexual experiences meeting all these quality chicks but ultimately i'd want to find my queen and settle down with her just like i did with marissa fortunately i have the skills to keep marissa interested in me And she has the skills to keep me interested in her. So, right now, we are fucking good. We are better than ever. So, this isn't gonna happen. But even if it happened to you, or you're starting from a place where all you're doing is getting girls that aren't up to your speed, or you're not able to attract the girls you really want, I wanna give you hope and let you know, bro, if I can do it, you can do it. I came from the lowest of the low, and now I feel like I'm on the tippity top with even higher to go, more mountains to achieve. But I want to let you know that the way to do it is to invest in yourself, to work on yourself, to immerse yourself and do a full 10 out of 10 commitment and say, all right, I am putting aside the next three months to get this shit understood, to get this shit dialed, to get the shit in my head fixed, and I'm going to do it or die trying. That's the kind of attitude you need. And when you have that attitude, when you have a plan that you can execute similar to the plan that I just outlined you will get success because what you focus on expands. And when you commit to something, really commit to something, the universe will open doors for you that you never knew even existed. That is the nature of reality. So those are the 10 things I would do, guys, if Marissa ever blew me out so hard. My toupee flew off when the concussion hit. I'd be on the corner of my bed sobbing like a little schoolgirl. I'd shed lots of tears out of that non-shooting eye. Then I'd pull myself up by my bootstraps hire those people who had to hire or in my situation, redeploy what I've done that already worked before, immerse myself for at least three months in this, get tons of girls in the top of my pipeline, sift through them like a business sifts through applicants who are applying for a job, find the best ones, do a couple laps around the track. Once I see red flags, blow them out and go to the next one until I find once again, my queen that I'd settle down with. Now, that also brings up an interesting point. Do I believe there's just one person for everybody? Well, clearly, from what I'm talking about here, no, I don't. I believe there's probably thousands of soulmates out there for me. I live in Colorado. There's probably one or two or up to five different girls in every single state that I could probably spend the rest of my life with. You just have to find them. How do you find them? Do you really think that single girl who you met at your work, who you have one is for because you have a scarcity mindset and you can't pull girls otherwise, is really the one? I seriously doubt it, brother. I seriously doubt it. And most of the time, guys settle down for girls who are not good enough for them, who aren't a good fit for them. And girls do the same thing, and it's pathetic to see. You see people who are married. You see people who are in relationships who just aren't a good fit. And the reason they did it is because she feels she can't find a better man. And he feels he can't get a better woman because they're both too afraid to work on themselves specifically for the guy. He's lazy, he's cowardly, and he won't do what it takes to give himself choice when it comes to women. From quantity comes quality. So you need to fill the top of your pipeline with as many girls as possible. And from there, you pick your queen. That's the way to do it. And this is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make is this chick good enough for me to spend the rest of my life with this is literally my partner is this person up to the speed are they going to better me are they going to help me become a millionaire the best version of myself are they going to be a good mother to our children are they going to be a good wife to me are they going to run a tight battleship and take care of their body are they going to take care of their mind and improve themselves do they have a good heart do they do the right thing these are all the questions you need to ask and the only way to find these girls is to seriously fill the top of your pipeline with as many as possible because the sea donkeys canyon buzzards and mountain trolls are going to sift themselves out and out the bottom will come a couple gems and then you're in the lucky position of being able to pick your queen because that's what we want to do as alpha unapologetic men all right boys thanks for listening i have another awesome one dropping on friday so stay tuned for that and i will see you in the next episode